Fuck it, the mic is on. By the way, a little legal stuff. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely the views of Michael Hall. None of these views reflect any of the views of any company or association that Mr. Hall is affiliated with. So don't try nothing shady. And also, there's a lot of explicit raw content in here. So please be advised. Parental advisory. Enjoy the podcast. What's up, EB? What's going on? Man, none. I'm just letting you know the fucking mic is on. Guess who I just got off the phone with, though? Who that? Sport. Oh! <laughs> I should have just merged oh. you in, but yeah, I was just on the phone with Jay, man. Oh, that's my dude. I ain't talked to him in a minute. Yeah, you know what? You want to hear? You want to hear him real quick? What is he? Is he still in Tallahassee? Do you know? Ah, uh, he over in Pensacola. Let me see if I can get him oh. to pick up real quick while we on the phone. I just got on, and I said it to him, and I, I should have just merged you in. Hold on. Damn, he ain't going to answer. Man, I'll get him on the next one. I, I should have just merged you in, but I was he was getting ready to go, so I was like, let me wrap it up, and I was like, let me go ahead and get Evie on the phone. But, yeah, man. Oh How you been, man? Damn, I don't even talk to you no more, man. What's happening? You don't like me no more, bro? What's up? I was just telling stories about us the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I legit was just telling stories about me and my cousin Mike and them trips to Panama City Beach. Bruh. It <laughs> having to be back by 12 o'clock. Yo, classic. I keep trying to tell people, bro, as wild as we was, our parents was on it, bro. We... I learned we learned time management from staying out of trouble because we had okay, to be I, home. I got to do everything I got to do before twelve o'clock. <laughs> I ain't, ain't no way of walking in Irma Burton House at twelve o one. And yo, but you got to put it into perspective. It wasn't even just twelve o'clock. We had to hit yeah, your we, house by eleven forty six because it took me yeah. thirteen. <laughs> exactly. That's how we had that thing timed out. <laughs> Own it out coming from the beach. <laughs> hey, bro, remember, remember, <laughs> so, yo, remember the straight up rolling stops? Like, oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, you ain't got to stop. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I was just dive out. I'm telling you, I was just telling them the other day. I was just telling some kids the other day about, you know, about how they talking about their kids. They got curfew and they don't got curfew and stuff like that. Right. I was like, man, my cousin had a curfew at 12 o'clock. Yeah. And we did everything we needed to do. Did it all. We had between food, hanging out with girls, catching movie, oh, yeah. cruising the strip. Yeah. We had that yeah. thing down it, to a system. We, we had everything. That's when I didn't live on the beach. Right. That was you know, that was when you was you in town. Far, yeah, and you lived in Lynn Haven, which is even farther. So. Right. I was like, bro, we used to oh, hold up. I'm on I'm gonna get you with one. What about uh stealth mode in the civic? Oh yeah, got you. <laughs> gotta, gotta turn the lights off and let it ride. <laughs> and see, like people wouldn't even get that now because we got street lights on that road. But back then, yeah. if you turn them yeah. lights off, that, oh, on Back Beach, oh bro, yeah, Back Beach Road well, with you, them lights off, that road was dark. But you know, you can't even cruise like that on Back Beach now with all that traffic yeah, that be back there. Between the traffic's and the lights and everything, 
I literally was just telling them, like, Panama City Beach is not like how it was when I lived there, man. It's a whole different world. Mm -hmm. Like, you, to me now, it's basically call some people, go to the Smiths, and try to get some barbecue, but that's about it. Hold on, man. This I know we're doing the show, but Dante calling me. Let me make sure. Hey, what's up, man? I'm recording. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. All right, then. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so <laughs> it's just you don't have that same because I was I was just telling Jay, like y'all. I just remember when we came home, you knew you just had to go to maybe a Applebee's or something. But the main spot, you was hitting the mall. You were hitting the mall. You were, you were in the mall. But you know they about to shut that mall down. If they ain't already shut it down. Yeah, I know the they hurricane really did a number. I don't, have you been back to the house since the hurricane? Yeah, man. Um, when I went back, I went back once. Uh, it was depressing. Cause it was listen, depressing. I, I went back, you know, cause I'm up here, so I had to go check on my mama house on the beach. I probably went back two days after Ooh. the hurricane. Oh. When I tell you, Mike, like I wanted to cry, it's like nothing, nothing you remember. Like, if I wasn't from there, I couldn't get around. But you knew like all the roads. all the landmarks gone. Like, everything. Okay. It was, it was sad. Like, it really was. And then I went by the old house in Glenwood, and that, man, listen. It, it really did a number over there on, in Glenwood. The Fifth Ward, all that area. Jesus. Man, yeah, I'm sorry. I got a little emotional just thinking about that. Yeah, man, it's just... um. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the first thing I thought about, man. I was like, man, I just need to call Ernest, Latrice, and Monique, and get DJ Big Boy, and just put together another May Day and see how much money we can make. And just maybe I can make it an ongoing event, and whatever we make from the event, just put it back into the city. But it's like, it's one of those things. You not even saving a house or a family. Your whole city is just gone. It's not. It's just you know. It's just crazy. Like, it really is just crazy. Just, and if you go to the beach, it don't even look like nothing happened. Mm. That, that, that's the crazy thing about it. Like, out there on the beach, they out there living life good. Man, it's crazy, though, boy. And it's like they totally detached. You know, like, when you yeah. was on the beach, we went to the, we went inland to stay in contact with everybody. But, well, you know, it's always been like that on the beach. You know, just because I grew up on the beach, I was rich. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is not how it went down, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, we went struggling, but definitely weren't rich. No, nah, we would. I mean, I would say respectfully, both of our families would have been considered <laughs> back then. We would have been considered upper middle class because everybody had at least one luxury car. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> barely. <laughs> barely. <laughs> 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 So that's why I, like, I was telling them all of that, Mike, because, you know, when I lived on the beach, there weren't no black people out there. Nah. No. Nah. Like, I was telling them. It was you. It was you, Miko, LB. <laughs> like, y'all were the me. black family. I was telling them, I, like, I was the only black kid in my elementary school. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, think about that. The only black kid in a K through third grade school. One, me. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> But I, I got to be honest, like, I didn't really feel any racism until I got to high school. 
Nah, I didn't even know what it was about until uh, it's funny of the memory. I didn't really deal with it till I was uh, dating memory. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. You talking about a black boy from Alabama dating a white girl with blonde hair and brown eyes? Yeah, man. Yeah. That's why, like, they always say, "Well, I bet it was real rape." No, no, no. No, it wasn't just. I think I think high school was just the point of separation because you got to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just oh, so, so every time I talk about people, like the main thing I bring up about you, which I'm I'm so happy I'm getting to say this on the microphone, was our work ethics. And when you couldn't get a job, you were still rocking with me when we were stocking the shelves for Coca Cola. Like oh, yeah. any job you couldn't get when you could, because you actually, and I just because I know I'm playing this for people. Let me be clear. You was too young to get a job, first of all. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't that you couldn't get a job because nobody would hire you. You no, was too like, young to get a job. You was 14 going on 15 because I had just got in the yeah, car. I was 16. Yeah, 14, 15. So you couldn't even get a job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm picking you up. You know, I mean, what we was getting up at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, going to the beach, yep. chill out on the yep. beach, stock the shelves chill out on the beach, go back and do it again, and then hang out on the... And the only thing I couldn't get you was do on Sunday because your mama was like, nah, he got to go to church. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was yeah, I was telling people, I'm like, yo, we didn't get nothing. I was like, I've been managing. I was always breaking bread with my friends because, I, Ernest, this is what I'm getting paid. If I give you this much and you don't have to pay me for gas and I buy us food on the beach, we good? EB would be like, yep, let's go. Because it was nothing else to do in the city anyways. It wasn't that to do. But it's not even that. It's just, you know, like hanging out with because. Yeah, we had we had epic, epic times. Doing I mean, nothing though. I'm telling you, man, it's like just fun, just having clean fun. Like ain't ain't up with nothing, ain't trying to do nothing, ain't trying to prove how hard we are. We just out here having fun. Oh yeah, because we was the we was the nerds, the pretty boys, mm-hmm. and we was everything that we we shouldn't have been in general. Like we was we we defied the odds because yeah. we grew up in a household yeah. where you had to get your grades. Both of us got in and out of college. It was no yeah. playing around in college. Now I was about to say, now high school was one thing. What high we did one. when you finally made it to fam you, <laughs> that's a whole nother level. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I, I I don't even know how much of that we could legally discuss on this call. Not, not much at all. <laughs> but college, boy, yeah, I think college we made up for everything we did right till we turned 18. We, we made up for having to be home at 12. Yeah. <laughs> we just didn't come home. <laughs> I don't we even. We just out. Like, I remember that, Mike. We just out. Bruh, like, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, we just out. Riding around. Clubs that shut down. We just riding around. Yeah. Hey, bro. Remember, I don't remember what video game it was we got addicted to at that time. Remember when we would literally wake each other up to keep playing the game? Oh, what was that? I can't remember that oh, game. Yeah, it was a two-player game and we were beating it. Yeah, yeah, because we, we was one of the few people to beat it. And it wasn't like we had Facebook or nothing to post about it to beat it. So if, once we beat it, it was just between us. It was like, okay, I guess we can start sleeping now. Oh, yeah. 
That game was crazy. I just remember we got addicted to it. Wasn't it wasn't that great of a game. No, nah, the game it? was horrible. Now I can see it in my head. The gra- the graphics were shit. It was a horrible game. It wasn't that great of a game, but I remember I always named that game. But now the funny part is, we got into that. I, I you may not remember this, but I'm gonna refresh your memory. Do you remember why we even got into that game? Uh-uh. That's when a lot of people started doing drugs and stuff, and we stopped going oh, yeah. to the club. We, yeah, we ain't never. <laughs> that wasn't our thing. It ain't never been our thing. We was like, like my kids asked me that. Like, I ain't never had to, you know, smoke no weed to have fun. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> we might have had uh, three sips of Boone's Farm on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> that Boone's That Boone's Farm. Because <laughs> coming up with that $5 was a struggle. Because that was our whole meal, bro. $5. That Boone or that St. Ives. Yeah. St. Uh, yeah, that purple St. Ives was the truth, though. Not great. Purple. Purple St. Ives. When did it ever great? That's uh, with Kool-Aid, too. Yeah. That was nothing but uh, fermented, uh, fermented Kool-Aid. That's what I tell people. Now that I make beer... St. Ives was firm. But actually, now that I make beer, they was just ahead of their game because that ain't nothing but what we have now, what we can call craft beer. It was flavored yeah. beer. You're right. That's exactly what it was. I didn't even think about you. That's exactly what it is. Yes, yeah, flavored beer. They was they was doing that back. I mean, Snoop, they had like 14 different flavors. Yeah, man. That's love St. Ives. So you, you never replace things like Miracle Strip either. Like, oh, that was the that business. Was Boy, the things that I can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I ha- you know what? I don't care. I'll put I had my first one night stand at Miracle Strip. Remember that little white girl that came in from out of town? Oh yeah. I remember because <laughs> <laughs> you know I was there with you. Yeah. <laughs> you had to watch out. <laughs> yeah. I was there with you. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, like, hey, bro, we're going to be in a haunted house for a little bit. Keep out. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. But it was, yeah. you know what? And I tell, now, the funny part is you're a teacher. So I know you get to tell these stories. How much do you think kids are missing out on having that raw, authentic fun? And it's just a different breed these days, man. Like, I say it all the time. Like, who raising y'all? <laughs> all the time like one of my favorite things to say who, who made y'all what is this it's just, it's just different the way they think it's just different like just different listen if girls were like how they are now boy I don't think <laughs> it would have been I had, I had to hold your hand I had to write you a letter yeah bro I don't think we would I don't know I I don't think we would have made it through high school without multiple kids if girls oh, oh were. No. Oh, just... no. I know I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, you what? You made it. You at least made it to college. I ended up. Yeah, I made it. I made it to 20. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by law, I'm a grown man. <laughs> Miko barely made it. I mean, both of y'all had y'all kids, but I'm just saying, like, it would have been bad because it was nothing to do in Panama City. Nothing to do in Panama City, but I mean, we found out to have fun. The one about schools and how hard it is. That's what these kids don't realize. Mm. Like, I don't got to show how hard I am. All I got to know is I can defend myself. Yeah. If it went, I don't well, we I had don't one fight. We had one fight out of this. What? Because we met. When did our parents introduce us and finally tell us about each other? I know that was at the Smith's house. We was probably still in middle school then. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Because yeah, once I got in the seventh or eighth grade, they started letting me stay the night. That's when I used to I used to be over there almost. Yeah. Man, we spent a lot of time together. Especially over the summer. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was just like I said, we was just having fun though. It was like we went about everything else. Hey, bro, I got one for you. I was trying. I was telling Alicia. I was like, "Yo, you think my poetry skills were dope?" Y'all should have seen when me, E.B., and Ivory, Miko, whichever one he go by now, y'all should have seen when we was freestyling and singing songs to them females. <laughs> I was like, yo, we would find them instrumentals, and we would be, Ernest would be doing the background, Miko would be my sister singer, but I was like, we had them little girls going crazy. I got Yo, them ad libs was crazy though. <laughs> I was like, I was talking to my old lady. I right, mess around, make a break, make a Hey, look, man, don't don't think I can't do it. I got skills. I will not be alone. I will not be alone. Break, 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 all right. All I need is a telephone. I can't do it live. I got to talk to you on the phone and do it. Yeah, it won't work. You got because you got to be able to position your body a certain way so your voice sound a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> Do it live. You're going to look all kind of awkward. What is wrong with you? (laughs) So when did you decide to become a teacher, man? Because, you know, you was just going. I know when I left you, a lot of like we didn't really lose our friendship. We never had no problems. But like we lost contact when I went up to North Carolina. Um, It wasn't even about that. You know, I, I went through a phase of life where I was just living, dude. Like, no lie. I was okay. just living. Like, I had no direction, no focus, no no none of that. I'm just just out here. All I know is I need to go to work. I need to go home. That's all I know. So I, I had no focus. Mm. And then, you know, I was the manager at Jackson's, and I just looked around, and I'm getting older. And these kids are staying the same age, you know. I'm 50, I mean, I'm, you know, 20, 23, 24, 25. And these kids, you know, they... 15, 16, and I'm thinking about going to their high school party. Like, I'm a grown-ass man with a kid, and I'm talking about going to this high school party. Mm. And it's just, I kept meeting kids that needed focus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kept meeting kids that looked like me and you. They had no direction, no focus. So the whole reason why I decided to teach elementary school is because if you look at statistics, we do as good as everybody else up until the fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Then I don't know what happens to young black males, but we lose focus. We fall off. We start being concerned with other things like money, the new Jordan, uh, this girl, my haircut, wave check, like all of that other stuff where, you know, everybody doesn't worry about that grade. Everybody else worry about that FSA. So I decided to see to see if I can do something about that. You know what I'm saying? That's big, see, yo. I, I mean, I never heard this story, so that's big. But that's that's legit. That's the real reason why I decided to teach. And what really, what really cemented it, I was at Go to Crowd one day, like no lie, and I was just eating, and I just kept watching these little two little black boys just do whatever they wanted to do. Just go around the corner, going around the van, they doing whatever they wanted to do. In my head, I said, "Wow, these kids are gonna end up, you know, in jail or dead or somewhere like that. They need some guidance." Mm. They need a focus. And that's why I decided to teach. I, just, I, I wanted to be somebody. The reason why somebody say, you know what? I made it because of Mr. Burton. 
You know, all you need is one because you're not going to reach all of them. But if you could just save one kid, one kid, that's all you got to save. I thought just one. Have so you heard? Have you heard that one yet? Have you had that one kid come back to you and say, besides your 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 beautiful son, it, it's I, always amazed me seeing him. But besides your son, I'm, I don't I don't even need to, to hear it. You know see what I'm saying? It. I just I just want to know that I did. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. I see so many that I that I were not mm. able to say. Because you know I work at well I used to work I don't work there anymore, but I work at a school that was connected to the second chance kids. The second chance school, and I see so many kids that I knew in the elementary school, elementary school go through that second chance, and then flunk out of second chance and end up in jail. Mm. The first thing I do when I get to my office is look at the booking report, and I see so many kids that I know. It's heartbreaking, but you know, I just wish it was something that we could do. You know what? I mean, but the the thing is. I never even knew you. I, I didn't know that part of your journey, but I know yeah, I know you. I know you, and I, I, I do remember because I remember I would reach, and now I understand because I would reach out to you, and you would sound kind of distant, and I mean, if I'm always talking about certain things and certain moves and you trying to figure it yeah. out, the, you really don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. I wasn't even trying to figure nothing out. I was just listening. Just having a good time. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the old pictures now. Number 27. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking. I weigh about 115, 120 pounds. Man, by the time I turn 30, I'm damn near 200 pounds. Wow, so you just ballooned up. Just living. That's what I mean. That's what happens when you just live. You have no focus. You wake up in the morning, drinking Budweiser, eating donuts. Like, just living, just out here. So I just, at some point, I decided to focus. So that happened, and then speaking of my son, my son, my son was a big deal too. Cause you know he left. His mom took him and moved to uh, uh, Jacksonville, which is whatever. Right. You know, that's a different story. <laughs> Hold up, we, we ain't got to do that part today. <laughs> yeah, that's a different story. So after that is when I just like, man, shit, I'm just out. Right. And one day he told me that he wanted to be. Uh, uh, a cashier or a, a fast food person like his dad. Ooh. And, and it's sweet because, you know, he's saying that he want to be like his daddy. But also, your daddy is so much more than that, and I'm not showing you that. Mm. Like, I'm not showing you how to be the man that you are going to be, how to be the man that you can be. Mm. So that that's a big part of it, too. And that's when I started to, like, gain focus and start to, to remember who we were than to remember where I came from. Like, I ain't come from people who just live life. Like, I lost touch with my mama. Me and my mama didn't get it close. Like, I was just one talking to people. It's just, just often living. And I know that's going to happen. That happens to everybody. But at some point, you got you to gotta wake up. And I can't make you wake up. Nobody else can make you wake up. There's no one who can make you wake up. But at some point, you got to. Like you said, I remember you trying to reach out. I remember you saying, you know, just call me. Like, like if you need a job, come down here and I got you. Right. And I remember just blowing you off. Like, I remember that. Don't think I don't, Mike. No, no, nah, man. Uh, bro, I mean, I, I I hate to get emotional on the call, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, you like, it was us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, people, you got, like, 
Jay had left me. Jay went yeah. off to the armed forces. Uh, yeah. Mike, it was me, you, and Michael Mark. Like, but you was like, yeah. uh, you was pretty much my little brother. Yeah. And like, so I'm happy you made it through this. But like, a part of me is mad that I didn't know you was going through this. But but I, I'm like, I don't know what you mean. Like, I didn't see that. Like, people keep telling me that. They keep telling me that. Oh, he, he was depressed. That's depression. And I guess. <laughs> like, I mean, I think it looked like depression to you. I was living. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. I guess. Right. I guess that's depression, but I don't know because I didn't see it as depression. I see it as just living. Mm. And I mean, like all my close people, like my, my old lady now, she tells me sometimes, like, Ernest, you're going through it when your depression stops. Because, you know, sometimes I get distant and, right. I, and I disappear and I don't talk to anybody. And, and I get. I guess, <laughs> but I know there's help. Like, and and know that people love, you, and I know that people love me. No, I mean, I yeah. I, I could see that. That may, I mean, because. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder. Well, I know it's not a, but I think about how we was raised. Like we didn't have a lot of resources to to deal with things, so we we overcame things by staying busy. So for us, oh, I know oh. when we not busy, that's when it's at its worst. Yeah, 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 yeah. But see, because you know when you're black, you're strong. You don't gotta. You yeah. can't be depressed. You can't be down. There's no mental issue or no black dude. You just soft. Mm. You know that's what people think. You know, I remember, I'll tell you, just so you know, when it hurt me the most was I think we was trying to plan a trip back home. And it might have been maybe six or seven years ago. And you went home, but you didn't reach out. And I was like, man, what Ernest going through? Like oh, this. I don't remember that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't make the boy cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm... I remember that. that was... oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. That was the only time that I was actually like, I was like, what did I do to him? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I know exactly what you're talking about, Mike. Because we had planned it. We had finally started talking. But if if I'm thinking of the time frame you telling me, you was probably right in the middle of it or at least on the tail end of what, you, what you're what yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. I, I remember I remember coming home, and I remember you being home, and I remember us talking about I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and I yeah, was I like, yo, let's that. just, because the whole goal was meet up, Grab some beer, go to the pier, mm-hmm. and just drink on the pier and talk shit. Yeah, it's just that was the trip. It's just, it's just chill. Yeah. And I was like, damn, because I, bro, you know, I mean, just so you, you don't know how many times I played in my head, like, what did I do to my best friend? Like, it, I mean, some oh, people listening oh. and y'all ain't gonna know, like, when I say best friend, like, y'all see me with Dante. Dante is Dante. I mean, I met Dante in the grunt of hanging out with EB because we used yeah. to be in the mall all the time, just chilling. Yep. And Dante was our CD man, and but Ernest, I don't even know why Ernest had a, a dorm room. <laughs> EB was pretty Just much at my weekend. place Friday through Monday. Uh, yeah, you he wasn't at his dorm on the weekends. I I think your mama wouldn't let you move out. She made you do the two semesters, and I graduated so no, fast. You, know what I'm you had a room where your freshman got to stay on campus, right? And then you and your brother had a place together. Yeah, and so. 
Like, so if y'all ever saw me in Tallahassee, there was a slim little dude that kind of looked like me, always joking. Mm-hmm. That was EB. Mm-hmm. If you saw a picture with me, EB was there, or he was the one taking the pictures. That was the other half of Footprints. Ernest was just my mm-hmm. guy. So, like, I think that's one of the things I was telling um, Dante. I'm like, you know, some things in life you don't need to just figure out or leave it open. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Reach out to your friends and ask them because you never know what they were going through. And so you got to think, theoretically, if I wouldn't have decided to do this show, if I wouldn't have decided to pick up the phone and call you, I could have died thinking you was mad at me for something, not knowing that you was going through something on your own. And, and, and I know that. And 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 what I want to say is, and they might not want to tell you because I wouldn't have told you nothing. Like I just, right. But just them knowing that you're there is enough. And I knew y'all were there. Yeah. I like I knew I had people. I knew I got a good support system. If it got too bad, you knew you could have reached out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew I had people, but sometimes you gotta figure it out on your own. Mm. That says a lot. Like sometimes you do, but be there. When they check need in you, every they once sh- in a while. Yeah. yeah, check in every once in a while, but don't 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 try to force nobody to do something. That never works. They got to do it on their own time. They got to be ready. You got to be ready. And that's well, almost with anything. You got to be ready. I know for me, like if you tried to force me to talk about this or tried to force me to do that. It wouldn't happen. I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do none of that. I'm good. <laughs> like, what you talking about? Like, y'all bugging. <laughs> that, that was, and that was your thing. That exact word. Was, y'all bugging, man. Y'all know I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Like, y'all tripping, man. I was telling somebody, I'm like, we were never disrespectful, but sarcasm and shooting shade was always our defense mechanism. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you really want to know, I would say at least my breed of friends, when we going through something, you're going to get some harsh ass sarcasm. Yeah, hard. And at that like, point, I ain't that offensive, right? And, that, and when you get that from us, it means chill out. I'll come yeah. back to it when I'm ready. Yeah, just leave me alone. Right, exactly right. what it means. <laughs> you exactly correct. Just leave me alone. Right, right now, now, I ain't ready for time. it. Give me a drink. Leave me the yeah. right now. Just leave me alone. This ain't it. I'm gonna hurt your feelings. Right. Right? Just leave me alone. Because I'm gonna say something. <laughs> it's gonna be funny to me. Yeah. Even though it's rude and as hell. You end up wanting to fight, right. and then we're going to have to fight about it. It just ain't nothing to say. <laughs> just leave me alone. Like, I, I'm good. In no way, I'm shape, or form is this going in your favor. It doesn't yeah, end like, on your I, side. Yeah. That's another thing I tell the kids. I don't fight fast. Y'all hit me if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to realize, I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose everything I went to school for. <laughs> So, so you hit me if you want to. It's not gonna go down like how you planned it. Oh man! And I might fight the whole class. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is. It is something, man. I'm I'm good though. I appreciate it. Like, and it's something that I've been thinking about. Like, just just to reach out to you. But you know, right, it, it ain't easy. <laughs> it's you know not what? easy to reach out to someone and be like, "My bad, dude." But you know My what? It, like, I love you. Don't get me wrong, but you know. Nah, bro. I love you too, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just hard to say. It's hard to do. But Especially you know what? when you don't realize it until after the fact. It's over and with, then, though. And by then, sometimes you just want to just, you know, we good. Right. Let's, let's move on. Nah, I mean, I'm glad we passed it because, like, 
I was just telling sport, like you got to imagine we're the age now that our parents were when we left them. Exactly. And they live in their life. They live they in their best life right now. You don't have to tell me. I've been to my mama house. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> straight up. Well, <laughs> Marcus, Marcus got a whole car lot out there. I'm like, Jesus, look at his home. Mama, <laughs> Marcus got right. a car lot. Uh, Marsha just got the, the, my mama just got the uh, Mustang redid. My mama got a better sports car than me, bro. I believe it. They are here just living. Like, living. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was, you know, I, when I was thinking about it, it's like, all right, this, this, you go with the hypotheticals, right? Even on the hypotheticals, mm-hmm. if I come into this money, it's still certain people that when it hit, I'm still calling them. Oh, you got to. You know what I'm saying? certain people. I think about that all the time. It's just people that I got to look out. Yeah, like I got to Ernest, know that, hey, hey, bro, let's go get the matching cars we talked about. Let's go take that trip to Brazil we always talked about. Let's go. To me, it's, it's not even, to me, it's like, bro, you don't have to worry about it no more. Right. Like, if you need it, like, just let it. me know. <laughs> I got you. Like, you just don't have to worry. Don't sit here worry about how I'm going to do this or how I'm going to do that. Like, I got you. Yeah, man, it's just... You hear uh, that in the background. Let me cooking collard greens for my uh, old lady and her family. Hold up, hold up. Are you are you rolling and cutting, or are you just cutting? Oh, no. No, I'm cooking. No, no, you know no. I'm talking about that? no. I'm talking about the collard greens. Are you? Are they pre-cut, or did you have to hey, self-cut? That's pre-cut, boy. Uh, oh, I'm you... living them days no more. <laughs> <laughs> you, over there, you over there taking shortcuts. I was just talking about it. Them things don't taste right if you ain't rolling them and cutting them yourself. You crazy. Don't want to live them days no more. <laughs> this ain't the 90s no more. <laughs> so you been to public for They got everything pre-cut in public. You crazy. You want to pre-cut them. You going to get them whole, whole green and roll them up and cut them. What? Hey, bro, I, nah, just, bro. I just did something for my old lady and her family, man. Them things was amazing, bro. Oh, my God. I am not going to roll them things up and have to cut it. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> don't hey. they pay people to do that? I don't know what they be doing no more, man. <laughs> things just don't taste the same no more, man. No, I'm good. So, when, what, like, how often do you, well, first of all, where is your mama exactly at right now? Where is she? Where does she live? Oh, uh, talking about where the where is home base? Yeah. Or where is she? Where is she physically right now? Well, she could be all over the world knowing her. Where is home base? Uh, yeah. Uh, still in Huntsville. You know she okay. works for NASA. Oh, that's she's right. Still, yeah, she's still working for NASA. Still making that NASA money. So you know, pops moved back to the crib, right? I ain't know that. Back to Panama City. No, no, the crib, crib, Bruton. Oh, back to Alabama. Yeah. Whoa! Let me tell you how. What he's... made him When he living in Houston or Texas or somewhere? Like well, he he was over in uh, New Orleans. He was doing some of the business out in Texas. Yeah, that was oh, when okay. him and your mama was talking about some stuff. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he he doing some stuff. He was doing some stuff in New Orleans. He moved back. So he moved back for the same reason you just stated, which is what kind of brought me to tears because he saw that people in his city wasn't advancing. He was like, I made all the money yeah. I need to make. You know he. You know how they are. They can live off of the retirement yeah. from the base. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the, from the military. The, yeah, the yeah. jobs they work in is literally because they just like doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, my mama told me that she only working for a little bit more, and she done. Right. You know, she just turned sixty on Friday. Oh, I, oh, yeah. She was about two years older than my dad. Yeah. 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 So, but the same situation. You know what I'm saying? They was just like yeah. she was like he was like the kids ain't doing. So he started a STEM program. In Alabama, he was like, um, you know, where he was living at in New Orleans, 
it was yeah. still like an hour and a half drive to get to the airports and everything. Yeah. He was like, all right, my mama getting older. I can make this impact in Alabama and Pensacola airport still an hour and a half. Same as I'm driving yeah. in New Orleans. So I don't need yeah. to be here. So he moved back. But he came back and stunned on him. E. The man came back and bought him a four bedroom house on the 18th hole golf course, 18th hole of the golf course. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. It's nice. I bet it's nice. Yeah, we're gonna have to make that trip one time too. Uh, yeah, man. Well, cause I'm looking for some land my own self out in the country, but not that far. You know, I kind of want to get back to my country life of yo. I was just riding and 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 out in the woods, just you know. I was just explaining it to somebody like I, me. I can't say me and you would ever thought that was the life we would want to go back to when we was nineteen, twenty. It was all city, yeah. city, city. Now yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I could have a condo in the city, but I mm-hmm. need some land, a nice house, and somewhere when it's dark, it's just quiet, and I can see the stars. Yeah, and somewhere I can just go and get away. Yeah. Just I chill. mean, like, somewhere where you got to go to the grocery store before you get to the house. Right, because once you're there, you ain't going back out. Yeah, when well, you like, I ain't going out there. <laughs> well, too far away for a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to do it somewhere in Florida or somewhere in Alabama? I... See, that's what I'm struggling with because, you know, I want to be closer to my family family, mm-hmm. but also, you know, mm-hmm, like, like that Alabama space. kind of, you know, you know, Alabama. Alabama is still <laughs> Alabama. But then, my Florida ain't there, but Alabama, what a beach. Uh, I ain't even going to say the other part because people, yes, you're right. <laughs> it was another part I was going to add to that. <laughs> That's why I said it the way I said it. <laughs> yeah. You know, they never Alabama would be. It's, it's, you got the same kind of people. It's South. It, doing the same kind of thing. It's South Alabama. It's South Alabama. It's the extension of Alabama. They just put a line yeah. there. That's all it is. They just put a line called the Florida. Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know what? I, I got one for you. How about fuck it? We don't have to make a decision. How about we do both? We figure out how to get our money together. We just get land in both places. That ain't a bad idea. We can always, because we just bought some open land out in Tampa off of a tax deed. Yeah. What y'all plan on doing with it? Leaving it open until somebody buy it, maybe run an access roll to it. Uh, Be able to do the same thing you talk about, go hunt on your own land. Until you sell it. Yeah, Yeah. until you sell it. That ain't a bad idea, right? And then that way, when you do sell it, you're making a, a big come up. Yeah, yeah. Just, Especially somewhere like Tampa where you can charge a grip. Yeah, leave it as raw land. When somebody want it, they about to do a development, take it. I ain't putting yeah, nothing into it. it. Here you go. Yeah. yeah. So, wait, yeah, where exactly you? are you living now, though? Orlando? I still, no, I'm still in Tallahassee. Oh, okay. You, know, you yeah. know you got a nephew up there now, right? Oh, who lives in Tallahassee? Monique. Your little sister. Monique got a Monique got a child. Yeah, bro, I know, right? Now you feel now you feel old. How you how how you let that happen? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> <How> you... <laughs> hey, her, now that might have been the funniest funniest thing I heard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I keep trying to explain to people, they don't know how much we used to protect Monique. She ain't have no chances what? before we left. You was about ready to kill a dude on Monique. What? <laughs> hey, hey, well, you were just saying, hey. <laughs> you were you remember that trip when old boy that dude that was older than Monique and I had everybody yeah. in Panama City looking for him? Yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I how up. you let that how you let that happen? You know what, man? I'm 40. She had to grow up, man, but 
you know, she's uh same as you. She's a teacher. She do the special education stuff. She stayed in school. She ended up going to state. But um, yeah, man, I got a nephew, Leonardo. Literally looked like me, short arms, big head. Yeah, um, well, you know. <laughs> but yeah, my little dude, man, you gotta go meet him, Leonardo, man. She uh, cause oh, it yeah. was Dante, Michael, Michael for Michael Angelo and Leonardo, and you know Monique used to love the uh Ninja yeah. Turtles. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's how she came up with his name. Oh man. So yeah, that's my little dude, man. He a year old yeah. now. Yeah, well, I'm old. If I'm old, you older. You gonna remember I, that? You always gonna be older than me. You know what? Still always gonna be better though. Somehow. <laughs> but nah, you know, both of y'all do have the the one gift that I might not be able to have, uh, due to other circumstances, but the, the gift of a child is amazing. But yeah, man. It is amazing. It it really is. It it is that was probably the part where different. I always saw you grow. I will say you could have always yeah. been earnest, but it was always cool to see you become dad. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. They do that to you. Although your son moved fast though, as I wasn't hell. ready. Nah, you huh? wasn't. <laughs> you absolutely wasn't. I wasn't ready. I ain't. We had living to do. We had yeah, living I didn't to do. Didn't know nothing about it. I gotta give it up to my baby mama, boy. She, she yeah. <laughs> She did her thing for the first couple of years. Yeah, Jay, she definitely held it down because we was out there still exploring. I, I hear still acting a fool. Hey, I'm because I'll tell you what I remember. I remember before I moved to North Carolina, I had to put all my stuff in y'all place for a couple of days. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. My mattresses and everything. I had to put everything yeah. in y'all space because uh, the, 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 the lease didn't work out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Mike and Jimmy them had to move out. So, man, y'all always mm-hmm. been there for me. But yeah, I remember that. Oh, always will be. Bro. That was family stuff. We have been through a mm-hmm. lot of good stuff. But I, I have to say, this is probably one of my favorite phone calls because there was nothing I went through <laughs> that EB wasn't there for. And we, you know what? We never got in trouble except that I got yeah. in trouble with sport, but we never got in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yes, you did. I remember that. I was calling and calling and calling. And nope. <laughs> I ain't, yo, I ain't even bring it up with sport. Let's just say I literally got caught doing the worst thing you could do when you friend with the pastor's son at the pastor's house. At the house. At the house. The days before we were going to a church convention. so much stuff to do and we was working they couldn't mm-hmm. even ground us that long remember i had to go take that stupid sex ed class and all that stuff yep. that's how i got involved with basic <laughs> mm-hmm. they was like well you is old enough to do it but did you have to do it at his house at his house, <laughs> the house, house? hey bro i never forget my response it was like you couldn't have just came to our house if I knew I could have did that at the house, I would have bought her here. <laughs> if you could have saw my daddy face when I said <laughs> Complete wrong answer. <laughs> Complete wrong answer. Bruh, when I tell you I was so far gone, it because it I had, I had, at that point I felt like I was gonna lose everything anyways, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if I know how to do it, <laughs> I would have just bought it here. The bed. Uh, next time, just let me know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can work out a schedule. You know, right. when y'all not gonna be home? home. I mean, you know, talk on the go. You know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> 
like if you come home and I'm playing one of y'all Barry White records or you hear mm-hmm. Boomerang on, if I'm playing Boomerang, just go out and do something for the rest of the day. Come home. All you hear is 12 playing. <laughs> you know That's on. exactly what it would have been. You, you hear R. Kelly or Silk, you know what it is. I'll be doing it a little bit. Yeah, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming here. Oh. <laughs> Bro, I mean, it was the worst answer I could have literally uttered. By far, that's the worst answer. I ain't heard that's what you're saying. <laughs> all right, that's all the it was like, I was like, but what y'all gonna do? I mean, I still work for Coca Cola. Go pick mm-hmm, up ours. Yeah, <laughs> that trip better. didn't happen. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. you better be home. The, the curfew still 12 o'clock. That was the only, that was probably the worst thing I did that I didn't get grounded for. <laughs> Hey, but yeah. I did what our parents asked us to do. They said one thing. Mm-hmm. Do not have no babies in high school. Go mm-hmm. to college and graduate. Yep. I and fulfilled we did. their goals. Yep. Surely did. Now, everything I did wrong in between that was not in the contract. Yeah. They should have negotiated yeah, you know, better. Yeah, it was just juvenile stuff. <laughs> Nothing illegal. But, man. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. except when... Remember, remember when we met the two lesbians from New York? I don't remember now. Oh, I'm going to remind you. Met the two lesbians from New York. That's when I was dating Dee Dee. Remember they called us and they came over there and scratched up my car? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we left the car. Yeah. We left the car at the mall. I mean, at the, yeah. we left the car in the hood and we went to the mall. Yeah. And as I was telling y'all, if y'all was listening, I told Ernest and he, it didn't trigger him when I said we only got in one fight. The only fight I ever got in was my ex-girlfriend's cousins jumping me because they thought I was cheating on her with a lesbian. Well, because you were. <laughs> you wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> At some point, you got to tell the truth. <laughs> Unless it's me. I went now. <laughs> oh, oh bro. I wouldn't know. And I swear I had oh. the best defense. She was like, she ain't a lesbian. She's still in the dudes. I know you did something with her. She's like, she a lesbian. She a lesbian. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I did my first my first big feat at 18 was turning a lesbian back straight. I don't know if you turned the back straight. No, nah, I did for those those 45 minutes, though. <laughs> for a minute, I do. <laughs> for 45 minutes, she had found her way. <laughs> what oh, she did funny. after that was not my life. That was up to her and God. I did my part. Oh, I ch- oh that's funny. That's good stuff, though. <laughs> well, man, look... Uh, now I know where you at. Uh, you gotta, you gotta yeah. meet the lady. I gotta, I gotta come see you, man. But um, we driving through soon, probably tomorrow. Um, it'll yeah, be a late drive. Uh, yeah, just let me know. I will. I'm always, especially I'm out of work. I ain't doing that right now, man. Sitting at the house playing the PlayStation. Man, you should at least come to the city, man, so we can go take her to the beach and talk about the stuff we used to doing. Let like, me, let me treat you to dinner or something, man. Just come on. Like, like real talk. My uh, my homegirl went to Boca. A couple months ago, and I almost went with her. Well, you got to like, come. Just take me, yeah, just take me to Fort Lauderdale, and I, you know, I don't, I don't got to tell my cousin I'm coming. I just can pop up on him. Bro, I'm, I'm even closer. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally right by Boca now. I moved further north. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah. ain't know that. So yeah, she went to Boca. I like just give me to Fort Lauderdale, and now I just hook up with him, and we'll figure the rest of it out. Man, always yeah. make, but you know, uh, 
although because this is kind of an I just want this is this is what real friendship look like. Uh, everybody go through things and we don't always know how to talk about it. And it's always funny because you'd have heard two black men tell each other they love each other, have to reconcile something that's been going on for almost 10 years that we didn't know about. Yeah. We were still going to be cool, but y'all don't say that black men don't talk. We know our mental issues. It's just how we yeah. deal with them. We deal with them in different ways. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we, 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 we know we crazy. <laughs> yeah, just <leave> <laughs> we just got to play some video games, go through life, gain a little bit of yeah. weight, then we lose it. Yeah, yeah, like lose it, gain some more. <laughs> hey, but I, you know what? This is what I'm going to do for you, dude. I do owe you something because... I will say I'm surely that I underpaid you when we was in high school. Oh man, that was high school, boy. What nah, I need the money for? It ain't the money. I'm gonna send you a gift because the one the one trait we hated that we both stuck with was our love of beer. I saw that you went to a couple of breweries in Tallahassee and stuff. I'm gonna send you. Oh this, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna send you this kegerator that I get. So when you go get your refills at uh, oh, Grassland, a yeah, man. Uh, it's oh, a, well, you know, Grassland closed. Uh, hey. I'm going to tell you a quick story about Grassland before we go. You know, I called them and I pitched to them and I told them that they could make a more cultured beer and attract mm-hmm. a better crowd from FAMU, and they didn't want to mm-hmm. listen to me. Yeah, they, they closed probably almost maybe a year ago. It might not quite been a year. But, yeah, they, they, they shut down shop. So, in your opinion, the Grassland mm-hmm. close because of the quality of the beer or the lack of marketing? Oh, I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. Like I must say, I like Grassland. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy going. I enjoy the atmosphere. But sometimes the bill was a little like it tastes. It don't taste like I tasted last time. <laughs> <laughs> so they did have a little but bit of I inconsistency like with the brewery. I'm I'm gonna come back because I like this place. Don't get me wrong. Like I like the Grassland. It was a good vibe. It's a good atmosphere, and I miss it. But you know, and you know what? That's one thing I was also reason, talking about. People out. with atmosphere. Huh? That was the one thing I was trying to explain to people with atmosphere in Panama City. Even though we experienced racism, it also came from a yeah. basis of classism. The one thing about yeah. Panama City, you had to get to know everybody. Even though we grew up upper middle class, both of yeah. our parents made sure we did stuff in the hood because they wanted us to remember yeah. it could be worse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, well, you know, they both of them grew up with not nothing. Nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> Without nothing. <laughs> Straight poor. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I was uh, I, just amazing. You think about our parents were some of the first black people to work on that Navy base besides Columbus. Uh, yeah. that's And that's how, and just so people know, that's how we met. Columbus was the go-to black man on the base. And if anybody that was young and black that came to work at the Navy base, they met Columbus, mm-hmm. who ended up being like mm-hmm. pretty much a grandfather for me and Ernest and <laughs> all the people's kids that was yeah. there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. families came to Columbus House to eat and hang out. That was our centralized mm-hmm. location. That was the safe zone. And that's yeah. how that's how we met. That's how we ended it up was, linking it, up. It, just, it was not a lot of us. Nah, nah. I guess it, cannot stress that enough. It was not a lot of black. What y'all say in Panama City now was not that when I was living at there. At all. <laughs> we knew all the black, especially if you were talking about black and professional. Yeah. Making money. That circle yeah. was very, very tiny. Well, you know, we were all in the in, in junior NAACP. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> all, all, all 15 of us. <laughs> all, all 15 of us. <laughs> I still got the shirt. <laughs> junior NAACP, basic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, if you wanted to know who the black people was, go to, uh, what was the, sh- the church? Um, 
the church where we always uh, did the graduation thing at, where you had to go there and speak. Uh, is it Macedonia? Nah. Or no, St. John. St. John. John. Go to St. John, John Baptist Church. Church. If yeah, right you want if you want to see the black educated people of Panama City, mm-hmm. all tw- all twenty of them from each school that graduated with you. <laughs> yeah, right there. When we were going, now it's different. Yeah, now it's a whole. Bro, uh, you know what? I mean, that was one of the most honorable things I got to do. I got to go back and speak at that about two or three years ago. Good. That was dope. That's, that's, that's good. That is dope. They they need it, dude. It's just it's different. It's just a different city now. Like that hurricane really did its thing. Yeah, I, and my mom was talking about the PTSD and just the things kids are going through. Yeah, but yeah, like people think about the property damage and not no, it's the mentality. Nah. It's just the whole city mentality is different. Yeah, because if, if your mind is right, you can rebuild. But if your mind yeah. ain't right, you're not even thinking about rebuilding. But yeah, they just sound defeated. Like they just like, well, might let's as, pack it up. Might as well die here. Right. Yeah, let's just pack it up. Keep my roof off for the rest of my life. Yeah, ain't no need to replace on. it. Something gonna come back next 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 season at least. Yeah. But I'm happy we made it through a season without any major storms. Yeah, we did. But so, you know, we used to go on the beach <laughs> during the hurricane. Yeah, because oddly enough, that ended up being the safest place. Oh well, man. Well, man, um, thank you for the last. I literally oh, oh, no laughed no in the problem, tears. Man. But uh, I will. I will like. This is a good call for accountability. Um, no more of them long spans, brother. Text message, check in, some trips <laughs> or something, man. I got you, man. I'm like, I'm I'm in a better place in life, just in general. Like, just in general, I'm in a better place. Well, just remember, more than mentally, anything, physically, yeah. Like, I'm 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 better. Well, friendships evolve. We never outgrow each other. So I've always been always. here for you. So, and just, and I know that. <laughs> That's and I'm going to always be there for you. Like, you can still call me, and I'll be on the way. Hey. Do whatever we got to do. Hey, we still got to get it done before 12. Cause I gotta be <laughs> you ain't got to stop. I just jump out. <laughs> well, look, man, I appreciate you. I love you as my brother. I know you my cousin, but you're pretty much my brother, man. I love you. Yeah, man. Thank you for always being there for me, man. And uh, let's 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 link up this week, man. Let's, let's hang out. I, I got you. I got you. Just holler at me. All right, bro. All right, now. Peace.